Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Friday, February 28th edition of the MAOB Daily Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Adam Martin, and I'm joined by my co-host, Cole Shelton. I just brought him on the show today to uh, talk shop. You know, it's nice to have someone to bounce back the uh, MMA talk with. So, Cole, what's up, man? Nothing. What about you? I'm good. I'm just waiting to see what happens with the weigh-ins right now. It's about 10.30 in the morning on Friday afternoon – or Friday morning, excuse me. And uh, we're just waiting to see what happens with basically – Grant Dawson and Stevenson Figueredo at this point, uh, you'd hope both guys make weight. I'm crossing my fingers they do, Cole. I mean, everything you've heard from Stevenson's camp, he was on uh, point to make weight. He's a bigger flyweight, though, so cutting that extra pound to make the championship weight, Cole, potentially could be a problem, but uh, I think you're pretty confident he makes the weight. Yeah, I think he is. Um, I'm pretty confident Dawson makes the weight, too. Dawson's never had any problems. It's just some guys... Oh, we got breaking news. Grant Dawson just missed weight. So whatever he just said was wrong. Grant Dawson just came in at 149.5. Holy jump. Yeah. My friend, uh, my friend Steve Jeffries is actually at the event right now. You can follow him on Twitter at Steve Jeffries. Steve's a really old friend of mine and a uh, friend of James's as well, James Lynch's. He's at the event covering it this weekend. And, yeah, he just – wow. Wow. Wow, that's bad. And did you see all the stuff he was – talking about like he's like oh miners not like he's not ufc caliber like i'm gonna show this guy he chokes every under and then he goes and miss weights by three and a half pounds yeah. technically it's a non-title but four and a half really i mean that's just pathetic i'm still gonna pick him to win tomorrow i mean he's the better fighter as Derek Minner. he should probably finish him but at this point like does that fight even go on because that's a pretty big weight in this call i don't know what the commission rule is there some commissions like there's a certain amount of pounds that they can go over. What was that fight canceled? Uh, wasn't it uh, Claudia Gadea and Randa Marcos? Th- it was three pounds? I it think. was Grasso Gadelia. And Grasso and Gadelia. How many pounds was it? Five or three? I can't remember. Yeah, some, I think it was in that range. But I'm just looking at Dawson. So Dawson's past three fights has weighing results, and he weighed 146, 145.5, and 145.8. So like it didn't seem like he had a problem ever making weight. So. Yeah, and, and like I just said, it's commission variant, but uh, Grasso came in at 121.5, so that's five and a half pounds. That's a pretty big difference. I'm pretty sure this fight's going to still go on, but jeez, uh, man, like this wasn't even close. And like you said, this is a guy with a pretty big mouth. He talks a lot of smack, Cole. Doesn't even make weight. So you're I'm you're clearly shocked, Cole, because you just said he's going to make weight a second before I broke the news. <laughs> I thought – Because <laughs> in the past, like it's – like he's looked good on the scale. Like he's weighed like one one fight. He weighed one forty five point five, and he didn't look that bad. Like he's look. He's not one of those guys where he makes weight, but he looks bad on the scale. Like he's got this consistently made weight and hasn't looked bad. So obviously, something bad had to happen for him to miss by that much. Yeah, I don't know. Like, and he's had a lot of fights, kind of like been canceled and stuff, cool, and and shifted to different events. He's had to cut weight probably a few different times. I don't know if he's been actually cutting the weight, but you know, like on track to cut the weight. And uh, maybe that screwed up his cycle this time for the weight cutting or whatever. But uh, I shouldn't even say cycle. That's the wrong. I only said that because he's been, you know, he's had some trouble with USADA as well. So this guy's just a mess right now, Cole. But a very talented fighter, man. I'm still, I'm pretty sure I'm still going to pick him. I mean, I don't see any reason I changed my pick. Yeah, I don't think Derek Miner. I agree with Grant Dawson. I don't think Derek Miner is UFC caliber. Yeah, I hate to like agree with the guy that just missed weight by three and a half pounds. But when he said that Derek Miner is not UFC caliber, he's not wrong, really. Like, 24-10 record, Cole. I mean, that says it for itself, right? Like, he's getting this chance because they needed a short-roast opponent. I mean, good for that guy. He's in the UFC. He's going to make probably, what, $12,000 to show. Good for him. He's Happy for the probably going to get a second fight, too. because Probably will get a second fight, so he'll probably make, you know, $24,000 this year. 
and you'll probably lose both those fights and get cut. I mean, I don't want to be a hater, but probably going to happen. Um, and yeah, like I said, the only guy left is uh, Figueredo. Galerio Cruz just had a tweet. Everson Figueredo, the only fighter left to make to uh, to weigh in for UFC Dorfolk. He's only hit the 125 pound mark in the UFC once versus John Moraga in Brazil a few years ago. So this is kind of uncharted territory for Mr. Figueredo. But uh, I know you and Walid and, and Davison are like, you know, pretty good good terms, I guess. And uh, I know you told me like the other day, you're like, yeah, he said he's making the weight. He'll make the weight. But I mean, a lot of fighters say that Cole and they're lying when they know <laughs> they're really going to struggle a lot. He's a big flyweight Cole, Davison. Yeah, big guy. And that's what I like. I talked to him Wednesday night, and I basically said, "Like, do you have any interest going one thirty-five? Like, you're you're a, like a bigger guy. You have Cejudo as a champ, so it wouldn't be a huge difference." And he's like, "No, I just want to defend my the flyweight belt for years to come. Like, I don't want to be a guy moving weight classes, which is kind of interesting because I thought being a champion of flyweight kind of gives you the opportunity to go up to bantamweight. So he is a bigger guy. Like, he's a he's a guy that has made one twenty-five. One, he's only made it once in his career, so." Certainly interesting. I agree. All right, let's go to some news here, and we'll just keep waiting to see what happens with Davison. Hopefully he makes weight call. But, yeah, as far as uh, Grant Dawson goes, last thing on him, I think they give him an hour to cut the weight, but he's not going to make it call. Three and a half over, there's no way he's going to make the weight. So he'll miss weight for this event. And probably I think 20% of his purse goes to Derek Weiner. So, hey, extra money for Derek. We're going to make 15000 just to get beat up. It's pretty good. I don't think he's going to win that fight. I hate to be you know, sour on the guy, but he's taking it on, like, what, a week's notice against the guy who's one of the best prospects in World 45. It's a tough matchup, man. All right. Oh, Kevin's got a question here. Hey, Kevin. Hey, Kevin. Uh, hi, guys. My question for you today is, Cole look more like a young Tom Hanks or a young Dave Matthews? This has been driving me nuts for a long time. I think he looks like a young Cole Shelton, but, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, of those two, probably a younger Tom Hanks. What's his son's name? Colin Hanks? Maybe you kind of look like Colin, Mr. Uh, Hanks Jr. What do you think, Cole? Who do you look like more? I don't know. I've never got either of those before, so. Do you know who Dave Matthews is? Yeah, like, sort of. I know. I don't really. <laughs> I don't know. Dave Matthews is a musician. I'm not a big fan of his music person. Maybe Kevin is. Tom Hanks, I'm assuming you know who he is, or is yeah. that before? Um, okay, so you've seen Forrest Gump. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um, Dave Matthews. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not seeing that as actually. I kind of do see it actually. Now that I, <laughs> if you Google him, Cole, he kind of actually does look like you. Kevin's not wrong there. That's funny. See, Kevin, this is why I brought Cole on today to get this funny moment this morning. Yeah, right, I can see it. Huh? I can see it. Yeah, I could see it too, actually. Let's get some news, though, Cole, because I uh, can't just keep talking about your your face for the whole show. All right, let's get to uh, today's news. And actually, you wrote this article yesterday. So Dustin Poirier, man, he's got a great Twitter, by the way. And uh, he's always kind of like getting insight into the fight game. Always like, honestly, like <laughs> creating rumors almost a lot of the time. Uh, calling on Nate Diaz all the time. Calling on other guys. But uh, Dan Hooker made a tweet the other day saying, like, uh, I want you next or something with, like, a little diamond emoji. So you knew that was referring to Dustin Poirier. And now Poirier saying you can get it for 25 minutes or less. Cole, this is a fight that makes a lot of sense. I mean, Dustin Poirier is number two ranked in the division. He's looking for a fight. Hooker's number five. He's looking for a fight. He wants Gaethje. I don't think Gaethje wants to fight Hooker. He only wants Connor. He only wants the belt. That's the only guy he'll fight. Poirier needs to fight. You know, he's been calling him Nate. It's not going to happen. Hooker makes a lot of sense. There's that card in San Diego in May. That's a perfect main event for that card, Cole. And that gives 
Hooker a little bit of time to kind of recover after this fight. It is a little soon, I think, because he took a beating in that fight with Paul Felder. But considering it's about, I think it's about three months away, two and a half months away, maybe it's just enough time for him to recover and have a full training camp and get into that fight. Do you think it happens, Poirier versus Hooker? Yeah, I actually like this fight quite a bit. I like I agree with you. I don't think Gaethje's going to take that fight. I think Gaethje's set on Connor, even though Ali says that fight's not going to happen. I think it's Connor, or I don't really know if he's going to get the belt because say Habib beats Tony. I think the UFC's going to do Connor Habib too. Like I don't think Gaethje's going to get that shot. So I think Gaethje needs to fight. I think he's going to. I think he might end up screwing himself if he doesn't fight Connor and Connor just gets the title shot because then he's going to have to fight on way lower in the ranks, assuming they do Poirier Hooker. They ain't gonna have to fight someone like way down, like someone below five. So I think this fight makes a lot of sense. I'd love to see it for a main event, five rounds. This would be sweet. But oh yeah, I just don't. I think this fight makes a lot more sense than Poirier and Iaquinta because they've been kind of going back and forth. I'd rather see yeah, Poirier and Hooker. I wouldn't mind that fight, Poirier Iaquinta. But at the same time, like, why is Iaquinta getting a number two ranked guy when he's ranked like number nine and he already lost to Dan Hooker? Like Poirier, I know he's coming off a loss, and usually they do match up guys coming off losses with guys coming off losses. Cool, but in this case. This is Hooker's chance to bring him to the top three, man. If Dan Hooker goes in there and beats Dustin Poirier, that's a title shot for sure, I think. Or at least maybe Ferguson after Habib. I mean, there's a lot going on. Cole, honestly, this whole division is just waiting to see what happens with the fight at UFC 249. You know, it depends on who wins that fight, how they win it, if they make weight, if they if they make it to the fight. I mean, that fight could get canceled. Like, who knows, really? So it's all dependent, this whole division, on Tony and Habib at UFC 249. Hopefully they make weight. Hopefully they have a great fight like we expect them to. And uh, then we'll figure out what happens with Connor, Poirier, Hooker, Gaethje. All those guys are going to get their their fights figured out. Again, I just wish this card wasn't in April. I mean, I understand you said it the other day, like Khabib refused to fight in, in Vegas for good reason in March. I understand that, Cole, but at the same time, I just felt like April is such a long time away. It is what it is. All right, let's get some other news here. Uh, this guy, Mosfar Evlov. He was a uh, featherweight in the UFC, and he's gotten to a motorcycle accident. Poor guy. Uh, he was actually hit, so it wasn't his fault. Motorcycles are – I personally find them very dangerous. Uh, one of my friends died when I was in high school getting hit by a car. He was making a left-hand turn and got T-boned. And uh, ever since then, I've been kind of really scared of them. So personally, I've never ridden a motorcycle. Um, and my dad actually – he's got a friend with him, and he let him use it uh, like maybe a couple years ago. And, of course, my dad – gone to an accident riding his buddy's motorcycle. So I'm like, I am staying away from these things. Anyways, I just feel bad for this dude, Cole, because, uh, you know, this is this was supposed to be a big fight for him against uh, Jamal Emmers. Or, originally, it was someone else. I can't I can't remember who it was. It was uh, Silva de Andrade. Yeah, that was, that was a big fight for him. I mean, Douglas Silva de Andrade was a pretty good fighter. But, yeah, now it's going to be uh, Jamal Emmers. I just I talked about this yesterday. He's fighting someone else now. He's fighting um, uh, Giga Chikadezi. Yeah, that's the fight. So, Giga Chikadizzi was supposed to fight Brandon Davis. That fight was canceled. Or not Brandon Davis, sorry. He was supposed to fight Mike Davis, and that fight was canceled. He just fought Brandon Davis. He's, fight, he's going to fight all the Davises in the UFC, Cole, apparently. But, yeah, uh, this poor guy. You saw the pictures, I'm assuming. Yeah, it doesn't look good at all. Like, Yeah, that could be an injury that keeps him up for a little while. I mean, it looks like you know a lot of cuts and bruises, but it just uh, could be worse than that. It could be internal injuries. We don't really know. But, yeah, he, he hopefully will be okay. But, of course, with the fight happening next week, there was no chance in hell he was going to fight at that card goal. Little Nog spoke to MMA Fighting. He says the fight with Shogun is going to be his last fight of his career, Cole. So that's going to be it for Little Nog. Uh, not surprising. 43 years old. I think he's the oldest fighter in the UFC right now. Pretty sure. I can't think of anyone older than him. Uh, there's How a few old is Olenek? 
Linux 42, oh, I okay. think. He might be, though. Let me double check. Linux 42, yeah. So Little Nog's 43. Linux born in, in June, so you'll turn 43 in June. Little Nog is 43. He'll be 44 in June. So, and this card's in May, okay? So he'll be 43 by the time the fight happens. Um, And there's got to be a few other guys we're forgetting. Mostly in the heavyweight division, actually. It's crazy. Like, it's like heavyweights get better as they age, though. Like, look at Olenek. He's killing it at age 42, right? No surprise that Little Dog's uh, retiring. Cool. I just don't understand this matchup. I don't know if I was talking about it with you last week, but I talked about myself at least, and I'm just like puzzled because they fought twice already. Chowen won both the first two fights. One was 15 years ago. One was five years ago. I don't understand why they did it now. Like I know it's in Brazil. It probably will be a pretty good fight between two strikers, but my argument, Cole, would be I would have used these guys as gatekeepers to build up other guys. Like That's what I thought they were doing with Little Dog. I was at his fight with Ryan Spann last year. Ryan Spann was supposed to become like this big prospect after he knocked him out. I don't know what's going on with Ryan Spann. You probably have more of an insight there with, than I do. He hasn't – has he fought since then? Yeah, he fought Devin, Clark, Devin okay. Clark, and then he's fighting Paul Craig. I yeah. think Delmo, in my opinion. I don't think Devin Clark's that good of a fighter, man. He really isn't. Like, he loses a lot of fights. He can grind guys out, and that's all he does. Um, and who's Ryan Spann fighting next? No. Uh, Ryan, uh, Paul, right, Craig. Paul Craig. That's is, – is that a step up? I don't really know if it is. Is it? I don't know. It's, he's just probably like a better fighter than Lil Nog, but he's not as big of his name. Little Nog is old, but he's still he can still knock guys out cool. He knocked out Cummins. He knocked out Sam Alvey. Like he, he still got power. You know, I'm with you. Oh, figured Arrow miss weight. He did one twenty seven point five. My man Cole was zero two when I asked him twenty minutes ago. I said, "Cole, who's going to miss weight?" He said, "None of them. They're all going to make weight." Walid. Led you on, Cole. That sucks, man. So this fight, I mean, uh, at this point... Just, I wonder if he has an extra hour or something. Yeah, he has one additional hour to make weight. Does he really have an hour 20 then? Because it, isn't it till 11 and then an Maybe. hour plus that? It might, be. it might be. So we still have to wait and see, but two and a half pounds in an hour, that might be pretty tough. I had a feeling. I honestly had a feeling. Anyways, we'll see what happens there. He's still got a little bit of time. but. If he doesn't make weight, I'm sure the fight will still go on. It'll just be Benavidez fighting for the belt and not Figueroa. What do you do if Figueroa wins? Like that division's. And you really? just can't, I don't know. This division's a failure. But is Cejudo I mean, still the champion then? Uh, he's already given up the belt, Cole, so I don't think Probably, so. He hasn't given it up until they both step in the octagon. So, Are you if, yeah, that's what the whole thing is, just in case the fight never happened. But what does Figueroa win? Okay, you're actually right because I'm on the UFC website right now and it says Henry Cejudo is the flyweight champ. So I didn't realize that. Okay. Like, what do you do if Figueroa wins? Is Cejudo still the champ then? And like the division's like, I don't, this is not going to the UFC if Figueroa ends up, doesn't make weight and then he ends up winning. Oh man, this is bad. That's a, I don't know what to say. He's got to cut two and a half pounds in an hour. This is why I call on the podcast. I wanted to see if there's any breaking news and there was. Oh wow. And he's got to cut two and a half pounds in an hour. I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, he's just terrible. I just got to message Tom quickly. Cool. Um, want to answer Kevin's question? I message Tom. He says Luis Pena tweeted the Virginia Athletic Commission has a requirement that all contestants are clean shaven immediately prior to competition. That's insane, right? Well, I guess they're like the New York Yankees. Anyways, cool. Answer that question while I message Tom. I saw Luke Thomas. Tweet about this too. He's tweeting to Louis Payne about it, and he basically just said, "I'll find the exact tweet." What he said. He said, "Where?" 
He basically just said, ask for a waiver, they'll grant it. He's been to hundreds of fights in Virginia. All you, you have to do is just say, I'm not doing it. You get a waiver, either you sign it, then you can keep on doing it. So it is a stupid rule. Like, why does facial hair even matter? Like, most fighters, or not most, like, I'd say a lot of fighters have facial hair in the UFC. A lot of them, their beards are part of their look. Like, especially Luis Pena, that's kind of his thing. Like, he's violent Bob Ross. It's kind of his shtick is having the beard going on with the hair. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's not good. That's it's not fair. But again, it's not like they're the only entity, sports entity that would make them guys do. Like again, the Yankees made Garrett Cole cut his beard, and he's like the best pitcher now. But Ariel just tweeted he has one hour from now to make weight. So I don't get why yeah, Arrow wouldn't have waited in, waited till eleven. He should have waited twenty more minutes. I don't think he's gonna make the weight, Cole. I think he just he's probably gonna say I can't make the weight because how's he gonna cut two and a half pounds in an hour? Yeah. How? Tell me how. I don't think he will. It's even one call. It's like he wasn't even close. Like if he came in at one or uh, yeah, one twenty six, then it's like okay, like you know, he's used to that. Maybe he can still cut that last pound. But coming in at one twenty seven and a half, maybe he put on muscle for this fight or something. I don't know because he looks pretty big in these pictures. Like he's pretty strong looking. But geez, man, that's that's just bad. That's really bad. Again, guys, he's got an hour. This is breaking news. There's not too many people in chat right now, so we're kind of talking to ourselves. And Kevin's here too. But uh, yeah, I really hope that. This fight still goes on. The yeah, wall. Ariel just sent another tweet. He says, "Worth noting, UFC has said Cejudo is no longer the champ only once the title fight happens. So if for yeah. some reason it doesn't happen, Cejudo remains champ." <laughs> then the fight, the fight gets canceled. That, or maybe they just give it to Benavides. Just give it to him, man. Like, geez, this is sad. Cole. Okay, let's get to some other stuff here. UFC Saskatoon's been announced June twentieth. You're gonna go to that one? No. <laughs> I don't want to go to Saskatoon. You know, actually, I, I took a train through Canada two years ago. It was awesome. And uh, we, we went through Saskatchewan. It's just a lot of, like, grass. It's just a lot of green. That's all it was, really. But, you know, I, I think it will be cool for the guys in Western Canada to kind of go to a fight night card. I'm assuming James will be there, hopefully, and he'll be giving some good coverage. I hope. You know, he hasn't been going to many lately, but uh, I'd like to see him there. I won't be going, obviously, but I'll be watching it for sure. should be a decent card. Don't know who's going to be in the main event. I doubt it's going to be Canadian in the main event. There's really no one like worthy i guess i will say that i'm assuming guys like hakeem dewadu and misha serkinov will be on the card though anyone else like bracket or he's gone actually um not Katona. who's the other guy i think of uh, uh charles jordan he'll be on the card i'm assuming is there anyone else you were thinking about no there's not many canadians in the ufc that's basically yeah dewadu's from calgary too so it's right there too that he'll get a lot of oh tanner bozer might be uh, tanner bozer tweeting he said he wants to be on that card oh, okay okay cool um, let's just get, quickly get through these other ones, cool. Because I gotta go do this article. Um, Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder, the pay per view numbers below the break even point. Any thoughts on that? Yeah, I saw Kevin Ioli did an article on Yahoo, and he just basically talks about people. He said they estimated there was millions watching illegal streams. Illegal streams are really hurt pay per view buys. Like a lot of people, unfortunately, don't pay for pay per views. They just find a stream. It's pretty easy to find streams and. I get why pay-per-view numbers are down kind of every, across all the board, the com across all combat sports. Yeah, it's just it's streaming. It's illegal streaming. Let's say this the fight announcements really quick. Well, I gotta get out of here in a second. Um Hunter Azure, Umar and Magamea of UFC 249. Any thoughts on that fight? Umar is uh Habib's cousin. Yeah, it should be really a fight. Two undefeated guys, so it should be really good. Umar, he's highly talented. I don't I'm I watched both his PFL fights, he looked good in them, so it's gonna be interesting to see what he looks like in the UFC. Yep. Uh, what else? 
Loriana Staropoli versus Chaos Williams. Chaos Williams taking a short notice for Phil Rowe. I like this Chaos Williams guy. I, I mean, Staropoli's not bad, but I think Chaos Williams has a good chance on short notice, Cole. What do you think? Yeah, uh, it's going to be interesting. Chaos Williams, we've never really seen it. Like, we've never seen what happens if he gets out of that first round. So, like, yeah. he obviously has a lot of power. He might catch Staropoli, but we've seen Staropoli. Staropoli's a really technical fighter. He can really just outbox you. So, it's going to see if he can do that to Chaos Williams or Chaos Williams get an early knockout again. Yep. Also in that card, Tanner Boser filling in for uh, Rafael Pessoa against Jeff Hughes. Uh, I think Tanner Boser's got a good chance to win this fight. Yeah, I have to favor Tanner Boser. I'm surprised. I think this is it for Jeff Hughes in the UFC. He yeah, was, why don't I take so many chances? Like, he's not that good, Cole, really. He was – like, I thought he was going to be so much better, and he is really disappointed in the UFC. I'm with you. And the last one here, you asked me to do this one, and uh, I saw it yesterday, last night. I completely forgot about it. It's in Bellator, but it's still a really good fight. Costello Van Steenis against Fabian Edwards. When I saw it, I was like, because someone said in, in London, I was like, oh, it's going to be at UFC London. And then, I, of course, they're in Bellator. Great fight, though, Cole. Love this fight. I got to lean towards Fabian Edwards, though, man. This guy's a monster. What do you think? Yeah, I have to lean towards Edwards, too. I think he could be a future title yeah. challenger very oh, yeah. soon in Bellator. You can fight Giger Mustasi within the next like year or two, or whoever wins that fight with Lima. All right, cool. Let's get out of here. Plug your stuff, and uh, we'll go. Uh, Twitter at Colshaw ninety one. Just spoke to Juan Adams about sign with Aries, so I'll be up today. Everything else is on my Twitter. Awesome. Yeah, me. I'm at MM Adam Martin on Twitter, and I'm available at bjpan.com, mdodsbreaker.com, and mmateratings.net. Got to go right about this breaking news, guys, with Figueredo missing weight. Hopefully he makes the weight. He's got an hour from now, but I doubt it, Cole. So we'll see what happens. But it was cool that we actually were on the podcast when this happened and this news broke. Cole, thanks again for joining me. Guys, thanks again for tuning in. Appreciate you guys tuning in the whole week. And I'll be back on Monday with Cole. Actually, I'll be back myself. And then Cole will join me on Tuesday. But I'll be back Monday morning to recap whatever happened at UFC Norfolk. Maybe a flyweight champion is going to be crowned. Maybe not. We'll see what happens. Bye.